On this show, we're going to be discussing the crazed and comfortable times to visit the Walt Disney World parks in 2015. We'll also be getting a review from Adam from the newly released Sleeping Beauty Blu-ray. Enjoy! This is show 308 for the week of January 12th, 2015. You're listening to The Mouse Moment. Find us at themousemoment.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. All right, everybody. So, um, you know, got young kids. Christmas time just happened. We saw the Sleeping Beauty Blu-ray with digital copy, which was pretty cool. I always try to get the digital copy on sale. Uh, it was Best Buy had a special, and so we got it for them. And uh, I have to say, this uh, shoot, what year was this? 1959. 59. 59. Yeah, yeah 59. So, all right. 1959, a long time ago. If you compare other quality movies around that time, quality is not the greatest. I don't know what in the world they did to this movie, but it is quality-wise, it is one of the best movies I've seen from that era. So, um, long story short, you know, this is remastered, all that awesome stuff. But one of the coolest things is that they they spent the money on the production of this film when it happened in '59. Um, you know, 55, Disneyland opened. They put the castle there for Sleeping Beauty. Well, the movie didn't come out until 59, so they're banking on this movie, making a whole bunch of money, and you can tell by how much they put into this. Um, one of the first things you'll notice, if you really pay attention to this, uh, this was filmed in widescreen, so every other film around this era was not. Um, Cinderella was not. Um, Peter Pan was not. Um, Snow White was not, you know, all those films. Um, so cool that HD is widescreen and this is widescreen. Um, the other thing is that they spent a ton of money on the audio for this soundtrack um, and everything about it, the, you know, the recording of it and everything. They actually had to go to Germany during the time because uh, the quality wasn't available in the United States in, in the late 50s. So they went to Germany and to Berlin and uh, used some recording gear over there. And I don't know if you know any much, any much about that, but obviously it's after World War II. Um, the Germans are, they are insane when it comes to audio back then. Uh, they were light years ahead of everyone. So they, um, they were talking about on the special features for the Blu-ray, how they went over and uh, they were listening to the original tracks where there were outtakes and all kinds of stuff. And the guy was astounded at how in 1959 or 57 or whenever they recorded the audio, how clear it was so anyway all that to say this reflects it in the film and you can hear it you can see it um this is an incredible incredible production that is available now to hd that you didn't have before this so i just felt like i needed to tell everybody because the other movies are okay you know peter pan we have that one it's okay um actually has have you guys seen any of the more recent ones the more recent blu-rays uh Little Mermaid came out. I don't have a Blu-ray, uh, Adam. I, <laughs> oh, what? I, I have a Chromecast. That's all I have. Oh. oh. Well, how about the digital <laughs> downloads? I mean, if they're in HD, you'll you'll see the same stuff. Anything? No. 
No. No, I yeah, I haven't. No, I've watched stuff just in like standard format, even. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, those aren't. You know, they're they're okay. Even like the Little Mermaid DVD is it's okay, but it's. That's so funny to me that. Isn't it weird yeah. that they wouldn't have uh, put more stuff into those? I mean, that was the that was the catch to Blu-ray at the time is hey, we can put a lot more features and interactive things and all kinds of stuff in there and. And now it seems like they're even kind of stepping back from that. So yeah. it's nice to hear, at least with Sleeping Beauty, that they did some of this. Yeah. Um, so uh, another cool thing within special features, obviously this is not for the kids, but it's for the geeky Disney people like us. Um, several special features on there are really cool. Um, one of them is for the kids, and it's a actual – it talks about the Festival of Fantasy Parade because it, you know, the Maleficent. Seriously. Yeah, the dragon character in that kind of whole storyline. Um, long story short, it's a it's an actual like little production where they got these teenagers going through the park, and they're like, you know, it's in Disney World, and they're like, oh man, we don't want to go see that parade. It's just some hokey parade. And so this girl, who's like the leader of the teenagers, sits down and tells them a story. It's a fake story about her her like um, I don't even know her interaction with characters like sleeping beauty and and people and um and it it tells a story and shows shows scenes it's like a b-roll scenes of them with the characters so she's like talking and behind her is rapunzel and flynn rider and it's the it's the characters from the parade and then you see the float and then you see you know and anyway it's a pretty cool storyline so it kind of gives life to the parade yeah oh yeah it's yeah. really cool and then at the end it shows the parade with the with the teenagers at the side of the parade um, so that's a cool, it's probably like a seven minute thing. Um, and then everything else, uh, Tony Baxter's all over this Blu-ray special features. He's given all his insights. It's really cool. Um, cause he's an Imagineer, you know, we know he's an Imagineer. It's just a movie, but the fact that he incorporated a lot of what they got out of this Blu-ray into the parks and Disneyland, when he was doing that. The Imagineers really spent a lot of, I think they pulled a lot of the audio from this soundtrack there. Um, and then the other thing is there's one small Easter egg, which is really interesting, and Tony Baxter says it. Um, it when uh, Aurora, the, the princess, you know, Sleeping Beauty, she's going to go prick her finger, and um, there's this weird eerie sound, and it kind of, the screen goes green, and she's kind of led up the staircase up to prick her finger. Well, there's always been this, in the soundtrack, this just sound. You kind of never really knew what it was. Well, after they cleaned up the soundtrack, the sound was actually... Uh, a vocal line singing the word Aurora, like it was beckoning her to go up the staircase. Mm. So it's really cool because you Did can hear it. Did they say who sang the vocal line? No, they didn't say who sang it, oh, but okay. um, that's pretty. Tony cool. Tony describes the fact that he grew up with this movie and he never knew that that said Aurora until they pulled this, you know, mastered remastered edition of the audio out, and he heard that for the first time and he was just like, oh my goodness this interesting. is interesting really interesting which completely makes that scene if you think back to that scene and how eerie it is um stick out so anyway that's just one small sort of easter egg thing you can look for and uh listen watch the special features it's probably about um about an hour and a half special features of interviews and different things in it a lot of a lot of artwork a lot of artwork. You know, Mary Baxter, Blair. you brought him up, man. I honestly, I would pay money to go see Baxter speak anywhere. Oh, yeah. It, it yeah, wouldn't even have absolutely. to be at a sanctioned, like a Disney event. If he just comes and wherever, 
if he would come even local to me or, or whatever, I, I would pay to buy tickets to go and just hear him talk. Yeah, I, I think the four of us need to go uh, to a D twenty three event. Yeah. Oh yeah, just just saying. Yeah, that okay. would be great. Yep. Yeah. I bet the artwork from this stuff is is like at D twenty three, because um they did it's you know it's widescreen so the artwork is bigger. They went all this whole thing is how, so many stuff so much stuff about it. Um, Mark Davis was huge in this one. Um, he was he was interviewed a bunch you know old stuff. But then people talked about Mark Davis. They talked about I think it's Barry uh, Mary Blair, right? Yeah, the Mary lady Blair. who did mm-hmm. Small World, and she's got that big drawing in um, Contemporary. Contemporary, yep. She did yeah. some stuff on this. Uh, that was actually this is her first movie that got her in. Disney Walt himself saw it, and he was like, "Oh yeah, let's let's get her in with stuff." So anyway, that's good. Uh, I just wanted to comment about that because it. it you know, of all these old movies, you kind of think, eh, it's just an old movie. Not a, not that much can be redone into the digital HD audio or video. And it's, this is a, this is a classic and it, and they put them in the vault. You can't get them anymore after a certain amount of time. So unless you go on Amazon or one of those places. Yeah. But like right now, Beauty and the Beast is an example. It's in the vault. You can't go get Beauty and the Beast Blu-ray right now on Amazon, 90 bucks. For the Blu-ray. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Wow. I, I wanted to buy it. So. Wow. Isn't that ridiculous? I, I had so, no idea. Wow. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's it's weird how Disney's doing that. Cause, well, and they've done the vault thing. I guess that was, uh, I think that was uh, Walt's idea at the time. Was it? Yeah, so that things didn't, their movies didn't just become saturated into the market. Huh. Yeah, and they would always have more and more value to them, and they could be introduced in the way that Disney wanted them introduced to the latest generations. So, yeah, and it works. It still works. Yeah, I think that you build that frenzy. Uh, if you're really a fan, you build that frenzy leading up to when it's going to come out, and I think it's good. It's kind yeah. of got that magical it, thing to it still. It works unless your kids don't fit into that time frame. Right. Like Beauty and the Beast for me, it came out. 2010 is when it came out. Well, now I want to get it. Well, it's gone. And so my kids won't. I We finally found it at the video store. So I don't know how we found it. Does, do you have any idea of how? Uh, so if it's in the vault now, when would they release it again? No idea. I don't know. See, yeah. they should give you an, at least an idea on that. So it's just, yeah, I, I understand. I see your point now. But yeah, uh, sometimes really a year, year and a half could make all the difference in the world as to whether your kids want to see it. Right. So, okay. So, well, anyway, that's, that's it. it. So that was a, actually more than what I expected, even on the Blu-ray review of Sleeping Beauty. Welcome back, everybody. On this show so far, I will say we have uh, Roy and me and we're hoping that cameron and, and that's Adam, really all you need to, that's it the, it's really the, all you listen need. the important guys are here so we're moving on <laughs> we got the 18 <laughs> they got the 18 that's right okay even though adam starts with an a but anyway right. anyway um so uh and we're hoping that cameron makes it in we're just kind of waiting to hear back from those guys so it's uh, another crazy evening for everybody and all their households here so anyway i never get to say this how are you roy i am dandy how you doing Good. Everybody, too, I want you to know Roy has a full slate of Disney uh, planned for 
2015. So let's all give a big round of applause to Roy. It's right going to be a good Disney year, I think. <laughs> it sure sounds like it. Yeah. I mean, man, you're on land and sea. Land and sea. The only thing he's not doing is like hitting, you know, the uh, Tokyo Park or right, uh, right. I'm not leaving the country. Right. Yeah, you're staying within the country. But anyway, wow. Um, he's spending a lot of time doing Disney, so that's a good thing. Uh, okay. So what we're going to be talking about on this show is going to be a little bit complicated, and uh, but we'll, we're going to do our best to kind of get through it. And what I want to talk about is the comfortable and the crazy times to visit uh, the Walt Disney World parks. And so right now we're going to just kind of concentrate on the parks in Florida, as what I said, Walt Disney World and not Disneyland. And uh, I guess I came up onto this as just thinking... Uh, after I said it several times, gee, why do people go at the busiest, the hottest, the you know craziest times of the year? And it occurs to me some people don't have any choice. Right. And so I'm thinking, okay, uh, let's say that somebody is a first or second time visitor, and this is when, or third or whatever, but they've never gone maybe to a really busy time, or they don't know quite how to how to navigate the parks when it is this way, and they show up, and it becomes more and more miserable for them each time. So we're going to do our best here to try to put together some ideas that might help everybody to kind of uh, listen their way along and and maybe open their open their options up as to what else they might be able to do. All right, uh, I'm going to give some just some quick kind of reminder things, some tips, uh, and then we're going to go into some crowd calendar stuff. I'm going to try to go month by month and give you a quick crowd crowd calendar idea as to what these parks look like or will look like. Uh, during each month of this year and maybe we'll try to hit a few things that's going on during that month also so first thing to say and Roy and I just talked about this a little bit off mic and that first thing is to get to the parks early at rope drop or opening whatever you want to call and that is actually happening earlier and earlier isn't it still Roy I think rope yeah, drop they, is- they, yeah they seem to be dropping those ropes uh, even you know or earlier than the posted time right. so I will be doing that when we go down this month, uh, we've not done that the last couple trips, but we'll definitely be doing some rope drops on this trip, and I'll I'll let you know for sure. But yeah, I think it's you know 30 minutes, 45 minutes before the actual posted time, they're yeah. letting folks in the parks. And really, the trick with that is, if that's what you plan on doing, and you know that you're going to actually get there, schedule your fast passes for later in the day. Because if you're going to be there at rope drop, it's cooler, it's not as busy because people most people do not get out of bed right away. And so you're going to be able to get on attractions without having to schedule fast passes to get on them. So if you do that, you'll be able to get some rides in. The park's not as crazy. You can enjoy yourself. By the time you're starting to get tired, it's going to be a little bit later into the afternoon. Get out of there. uh, Go take a break by whatever means that is. And sometimes, I guess, maybe getting out of there doesn't really even mean getting out of there. If you go and you do a long uh, late lunch. Or early dinner somewhere and sit in the air conditioning and everybody mm-hmm. just relax. Get off your feet. Uh, let everybody kind of wind down and uh, and just uh, and think about that, I guess. Uh, if you go to certain places, uh, maybe where they have booths, you can have kids maybe even take a nap on you while you're eating or talking or doing whatever at the table. You could do Did you say thing. booze or booths? Booths. Booths. <laughs> 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 now all of a sudden I feel like my cousin Vinny where he's like, youths. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> What's anyway, he talking about? Yeah, is he, what, what, kinda, is he giving alcohol to the children? <laughs> I don't understand. Well, if, yeah, maybe. You know what? There's an idea. Oh, anyway, no. <laughs> That's a joke. Hey, it's bedtime. Uh, all right. Anyway, um, so you can do that, and then you know, and then you come back and you stay until close. 
usually what's happening at that point is you know sun's starting to go down you get into the evenings and things start looking uh, much better to you all of a sudden and once again you start to notice too that the parks begin to empty out after like uh, oh five thirty six o'clock mm-hmm. and so that's always a good thing yeah it really is amazing how how the the, the parks heat up you know at certain times of the day and if you can just kind of again we're talking summertime and these heavy busy times of, of the year where, where the parks are really crowded if you if you've got the time and, and we recommend that you schedule it in get out of there and then let the park cool down uh, and then when you come back early evening people have kind of drifted out of there and the crowds are much more meaning uh, manageable and and if you've used your fast passes you can you can always snag a few more as, as the evening progresses assuming there are some left Okay, so now uh, we just actually pulled in Cameron and Adam into the conversation here. And uh, so we're going to go into just a little bit of stuff here about um, attending a hard ticket event and why that can be a good idea when the parks are kind of crazy, busy, all of that stuff. So uh, who wants to throw in here on this, or should I? Oh, you go right ahead. Okay. All right. I guess I'll do that. You are passionate uh, about okay. the hard ticket event. <laughs> okay. So – uh, the reason why I always say attend a hard ticket event is it's, um, of course, a lot less money than if you're going to buy a ticket for that day. Usually you're talking 60 to 60 some dollars maybe to get into a hard ticket event. You can actually get into the parks by about four. And by seven, when the event starts, um, the uh, parks clear out quite a bit. And from what I understand, that's even getting better. Um, it seems like they're selling less tickets now to these events so that people aren't miserable in them. And so that means, hey, better time for the people that are in them. Uh, the few times that I've been in them, they were always pleasant. I think Adam and I, we found it to be pretty nice. Correct, Adam? Oh, very much so. Yeah. And Cameron, you and I did the same event. What did you think about it? Oh, it was awesome. I love the just all the free stuff, and they didn't care how many you got. That was really great. And so, Roy, I think we're – I mean, the first two of us here were talking pretty much specifically about uh, uh, Mickey's Not So Scary. What do you think about that, Roy? Well, you know, I need to go back uh, to okay. those because I think Not So Scary was was much more fun than uh, the Christmas party. Yeah. Because I think last time I was at the Christmas party, it was it was too crowded. And so I'm glad to hear that they – I think it's, it appears that they are selling fewer tickets to the events. So you don't have, you know, crazy lines and just well, and crazy I'm, crowds. I'm pretty sure every – almost every day for uh, the Christmas party sold out. In, mm-hmm. Well, now in 2014. Mm-hmm. And so that's actually a good thing that tells you that they're not just packing people in there. Uh, yeah. The next thing, too, that's nice about these events is, of course, by the time you enter the park, you're going into the time of the day when the temperature begins to kind of go down. And so people leaving, temperature going down, special atmosphere, which is wild usually. I know at the, the – uh, uh, at the Halloween, Mickey's Not So Scary, the atmosphere is fantastic. And so that's great. And then the next thing is you get a lot of special merchandise that you can't get at other events uh, or that you can't get just during regular days. So Mm -hmm. that's another plus to it. Also, one thing I want to add real quick. um, Keep in mind is we at the end of the show or whenever we're talking about the crowd calendars, the ticket, a hard ticket event, crowd calendars also apply for hard tickets. So in other words, our example of going to Not So Scary, we were there in early September, well, late September the one time, but. You know, it's like, that's not Halloween, and so it's it's okay crowds. Well, obviously Halloween night or day or whatever 
around there is horrible in terms of crowds for hard ticket events, you know, because it's that event, not so scary Halloween. So right. anyway. Well, and hopefully they, it would be great if they would come up with more hard ticket events that happen during the summer, uh, whatever they might be able to make them into. I think that would be great because then it gives people a reason to be in the parks later. I expect it. Didn't they do like Harambe nights this past summer? Every Friday. Yes. Yeah. And so that was kind of a, that was a hard ticket event. Uh, quite expensive, but you got dinner and some other stuff with it. You got a chance to see Animal Kingdom at night. Well, and it so, sold out like a whole yeah, bunch. So. Right. It did. So, Who, yes. The expensive, whatever. Disney's like, hey, people are paying it. Whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so if they add <laughs> Let's some do more that things, again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, and you know they will. Especially now that they're going to have the Harambe marketplace open. They're going to go crazy probably with all that stuff. Okay, uh, let's see here. And the next thing is going to lead us into our main topic here. And that's kind of looking at the busy months, the busy weeks of the months, why you might want to go one week and not the next in, in you know, the same month. And that is kind of what I put here in my notes was uh, uh, looking for the least busy, uh, which park is the least busiest for the day. And then I said in here, Epcot is usually the easiest park to maneuver even on busy days because of its wide walkways and all that. So unless... You're there on a Saturday night on the first weekend of uh, uh, food and wine. And then it's, well, it's wall-to-wall -wall mm -hmm. people. Crazy. So anyway, all right, let's go into uh, the month of January and uh, just go down through uh, some information. Uh, I know, like, and we're coming up on it here any time now. You've got the uh, Walt Disney World Marathon coming up January 7th to the 11th. So that's going to be a crazy time. I don't know that that's a crazy time in every park. But I know that in Epcot, it's pretty wild. Um, so what, I mean, do you, do you have any uh, ideas, Adam, even, on, on how things look during the month of January? Yes, I would say avoid Martin Luther King w weekend uh, day. Well, now you that, tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, that's January 18th is Sunday. January 19th is Martin Luther King, King Day this year. Um, other than that. I mean, right now, you know, we're recording this early January. It's still horrible. It's still holiday. Tens and, you know, 10, 10, 9, 8, those type of out of 10 overall parks for January. So. Okay. But, so January is but probably. But that's January. A, yeah. Is a lot of January just a kind of stay away from month? No, no. Just those okay. ones I mentioned. Just those. Okay. Good. Yeah. It's okay. pretty much like actually the day after, like the day after Martin Luther King. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And following. Awesome. You know, okay. the day uh, after the 5th here, because the 5th is when everyone kind of heads back to school here, J January 5th. That week's pretty cool. You know, even though it is Marathon Weekend coming up, it's not too bad, you know. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a huge, huge hit on the crowds. But, but see, I'm looking overall. I'm not just talking one park. I'm right, looking overall. Right, right, so you right. think overall Marathon is not overall. Christmas okay. is overall. It takes yeah, overall, yeah. you yeah. know. So. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So anyway. okay, so let's jump into February and looking at February nineteenth through the twenty second. It's the Disney Disney's Princess Half Marathon, and uh, I've got a note here too about Atlanta Braves spring training. I don't think that's really affecting <laughs> attendance in the park. So, but the half marathon once again is a is going to be a busy busy uh, thing to be around. Uh, so, what do you think about February, Adam? Actually, again, uh, focusing around school holidays, uh, President's Day weekend, which is uh, Valentine's Day falls on Saturday the 14th this year. 
uh, and it goes, you know, President's Day is Monday the 16th. That whole weekend, we're looking at nines. So, yeah, you know, I'm going to pop in here real quick because, you know, we went last uh, two years ago on on President's Day weekend and it was crazy. Yeah. And you look back at this month at Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King Day weekend, and it's not near as bad. And I don't know why you think it would be comparable. But for whatever reason, President's Day weekend is just crazy busy. Well, I, I wonder if it's something to do with Mardi Gras. You know, because that stuff. It could. I mean, I mean, this in. year it's close to it, but it's not. I don't think it's always right there. Um, I mean, this year it's yeah. Mardi Gras is the seventeenth. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Yeah, some schools it's they get a week off. Yeah. Florida schools, I think, do, and well, Southeast maybe. But yeah, and that anyway. could be. That could be it. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Other yeah, other than that though, February is awesome. Good. So, and yeah, I, and, and I've, I've been there. I've been there in February. Yeah, uh, right too. at the end of January, beginning of February, and oh man, temperature wise and oh. crowd wise, you just can't beat it. Yeah. And definitely. it really is some, I think it's some of the last times that we're getting, we're whittling down to to where you can actually go in and the parks are pretty slow. Yep. I mean, you, you do give up, you do have some refurbs going on. Splash Mountain is yeah. usually closed yep. in January. And if you want to do water parks, you're pretty much right. out of luck. You, you, there is one open, right? They keep one open, I think. Uh,. I, I don't think so. Open. Really? Not not until no, because there isn't one open like January. There's not one open. I don't know when they open it. I thought they closed them both. Well, I know that like right now they were listing that they were closing one due to weather, and I think that was Blizzard Beach. So yeah. that tells me that it's probably open. Mm. And so they only close it when they have to. And I think probably lately it's been closed because it's been pretty cold and raw there. Yeah. So not a good time to be hitting the water. Oh yeah. Okay, so next we're heading into March, and so a little bit of what's going on there. Hopefully, the refurb will be finished by that time on the uh, great movie ride, we're hoping. Uh, also, we're supposed to see that uh, the uh, Africa, I'm sorry, Animal Kingdom's Africa Marketplace should be open, hopefully, by that time. And then in the beginning of March, March the 4th, opens the Epcot International Flower and garden, and looks like they're even just throwing in food. By the food Disney food blog, they're even throwing in food festival there now. So, uh, so that's a pretty busy time usually. So, what are you showing for March, Adam? Anything I missed? Average of sevens, pretty much, until you get to the end of the month, and then you got nines and tens. Right when? So, yeah. So watch out. It's again building up. So if know. you want to see Flower and Garden Festival, it's get there early. Yep. Oh, good. That's good to know. All right. For April, uh, what do you have for April? Because I'm not showing anything. Um, you know, that first little bit kind of bleeding over from March is is nines and tens, and then it goes back to sevens. Actually, it kind of bumps down in uh, mid-April. Sixes, fives. Um, I'm not sure if it's just – the stuff I'm looking at is based off a lot of schools and busy times. Right. So I'm not sure if it's just people just don't go during that time. It's after spring break. People right, and Easter. East, it's yeah, after right. Easter. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like the dead time. It's co- sort of like the September when everyone is slamming it July, August. And oh, September and is like. S- saving up for May and getting ready to mm-hmm. yeah. go. To so, the- I, I mean, end of April, awesome. Beginning of April, not so much. Okay. You know, so. So, um, so good. So there's kind of a window there. Mm-hmm. And temperatures are still not horrible. Even in April, we're talking probably mid 80s for a high. 
I would hope. Anyway, who knows though? I mean, <laughs> it's been crazy in uh, in yeah. Florida, so you never kind of know what it you're changes. Do. Sometimes, sometimes you get that real nice week of I don't know calm. Yeah, so. high high in the upper seventies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or what uh, Cameron calls a blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see here. So going into May now, in May you've got uh, May the first and second, the Expedition Everest Challenge, and that's a five k. And then May 15th, you begin Star Wars weekend. So May's got to look pretty crazy. Is that about right, Adam? Uh, not too shabby. Sixes and fives really? at the beginning. Um, and then it picks up. I would think like Hollywood Studios probably would be singularly a park that you would want to stay out of. Yeah. Uh, you know, and actually these numbers are not comparing to the like President's Day February. It's not as bad as that. But it's, you know, sevens, hmm. eights, picking up towards Memorial Day. Memorial mm-hmm. Day is kind of the kicker. It's like right. everyone is either out of school and they're hitting it or they've all started to. Well, and actually you know. the real crazy times probably would be maybe even on every Friday and Saturday in Hollywood Studio the rest of the week. You don't have all the festivities going on, right? Friday, Saturday, Sunday would be the busy times. Yeah, again, I'm just focusing on yeah. overall resort. Right. So Okay, those, so actually this isn't yeah. a horrible time to be there. Mm-mm. That's I good mean, to if, hear. yeah, yeah. Not, right. not, this is actually yeah. sounding better than what I was afraid it was going to come. But out. but again, most people, most kids, if you're talking families with kids, are still in school. Right. Yep. yep. And so now we're talking about June, and so this is when they start getting out of school, mm-hmm. and they start rushing the park. So uh, how about June? I don't really show anything special <coughs> going on, uh, yeah, other than actually, Star Wars weekends continues. Yeah, actually, um, sixes and sevens, believe it or not. It is not horrible, and I'm not sure why. I'm looking here. They have Father's Day marked down as June 21st, and then summer break begins June 27th, so I'm not sure what summer break that is. Adam? I, yeah. They don't have grad night over there, do they? They do, but I do don't they? know when that. I don't think they do it. No. I don't think in, they do it anymore. No, actually, oh, it's, it's, it's in Universal. Right. I think so. And, okay. Yeah, it's in Universal. We'll go through that. That don't crowd our parks over here in June. Yeah. I've heard I've heard horror stories yeah. about the grad night in Disneyland. Yep. So, um, yeah, there's other there's also something relative here I want to mention, and that is numbers are relative to the ten. And the ten, yes, obviously the ten is like wall to wall people, and it's crazy. But think of the ten as those tweets that we were did we tweet? We were texting each other, and but all those pictures of what it was just like last week. You know, oh yeah, yeah. that yeah. is yeah. that is dude. That was that wasn't even a ten. I'm sorry, that was ridiculous. <laughs> that's like a fifteen. Yeah, yeah, that thing, you can't measure that. that that's <laughs> called insanity. What? Wait, let's just say it real quick because I think we were talking. What was uh, Space Mountain? Was it? It's hundred 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 eighty. It was two hundred and five minutes. Was it really? Yes. Okay. First of all, I couldn't figure. It. It's raining. It's cold, and people are standing in those lines. Yep. Okay. Because it's, it's when it's their trip. Oh, you know, yep, it's their trip. Okay, wait. What else was it? It was like <laughs> so um, Figment blew my mind. Figment was like what a hundred? Not a hundred. Sixty? Sixty minutes yeah, or something? It was like an hour. Yep. For imagination. It's like an hour for imagination. Oh um, Nemo and Friends was an hour. Wait, you know. Captain Neo was thirty-five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the a, best. That's a sign of the apocalypse. <laughs> yes. Right yeah, right there. Well, they said they said all the fast passes were gone except for Captain. Yeah. Neo. You know, the exactly. Ellen's, Ellen's, the wait was only like 15 minutes. 
Oh, poor Alan. Well, wow. it's either that or they can just pour those people it's the, in. It's by the capacity. Yes, the that's true. That's, that's it. True. They just cram them in there like a yep. thousand at a time and run them through. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, just yeah. something to think about because we're talking like sevens and you're like, ah, oh, seven's not that bad. Actually, eh, seven is kind of bad. I mean, you're thinking, yeah. this is like six, 65 minute waits for test tracks soaring you know, more yeah. or more. I'm sure 90 minute waits could be a seven for Soren. Um, you know, stuff like that. So, I would hope that's so, nobody's first time there. I yeah, you know exactly, that there is. But, exactly. Uh, and you, you, you got to do rope drop. You got to do fast, fast plus. You just got to plan for these just, busy times. And if you don't, just show up early. I mean, yeah, you're on vacation. Sleep in sometimes, but show up early one day. Yeah, just, I just think you want to sleep in, go back man. home and sleep in. I don't know, man. That's just, I mean, with all that money. You're better off to go back and take a nap in the middle of the day. Right, and Cameron? don't use yeah. your park ticket that day. Yeah, Just exactly. Take, the, take it out of the parks that day. Yep. Or, yeah, do a hard ticket or do whatever. Yes, yeah. you're right. Do something to get you away on those crazy days because yep. that's just punishment. Yep. Uh, and, okay, so uh, you'll be there in June, correct, Adam? Yes, the beginning of June. In fact, I planned it out. I'm like, all right, I'm trying to be go as my, as calm as we can with temperature and with crowd. Well, the best I could think of was early June rather than oh, late yeah. August. Yeah. So. Obviously, yeah, the earlier yeah. before the hot weather. As, I guess. Now, it might, I mean, Roy told me this. It might rain a lot, but you know, we'll just have to dodge that. It might not. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. When I was there with, uh, oh well, that was actually right in the beginning of June with Connor. We only had one day of rain, but that was wicked. But other than that, it wasn't too bad. But I, yeah, every year seems to kind of do its own thing at this point. Yep. Okay, heading into July, and I just took a note here that in June or July, the Magic Kingdom hub changes should be completed. Okay. So keep your fingers crossed on that. Hopefully, it's what, June. Wait, we can did check I hear it out. a puff from yeah. you, Roy? I said, "What's that?" Did I hear uh. a puff from you, or do you think that do you think it'll be completed? Oh no, I, I did not call. Oh, okay. No, okay. No. <laughs> I, I'm just. <laughs> I'm looking here. We'll, we'll be we we get back from the cruise on the fourth of July, and we're going to spend oh. one night at the park on the fourth. Are you? Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm looking here at Magic Kingdom on the fourth is obviously a a very busy. Stay day. away from. Probably won't go in the park, but I would like to see the fireworks. I'm I'm hoping to get a an ADR at a certain restaurant on top of a hotel that oh, will afford go. a nice view. So yeah. we'll see. And you can't, yeah. So you're tomorrow. I think Sunday is my day to try and do that. It is Sunday or Monday. Yeah. Wow. Better get right on that. Yeah. I'll be up early. No doubt. But yeah. By the way, the only ten in July is the Fourth of July. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Rock on. Rock on. There we go. The other ones, there's a lot of sevens and sixes, and as you get towards the middle of July, it goes up to eights and nines. So. Well, Just so any relaxation up. you find on the cruise ought to be wiped out completely within one visit if you try to go into the park. Yeah, I don't yep. – you know, we may – I'm looking here at, at studios in Animal Kingdom or fives on that day on oh, the 4th. But Back. Who, who knows what we'll do. We well, may who just knows what chill. the studios look like by that time? <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> you know. Could, I, I'm like, thinking the hat – I was supposed to start taking the hat down this yeah. week. So. Well, and I mean, but you could be also looking at like three attractions that you can actually visit. True. True. So I, I don't know. Who knows? So it's going to be an interesting year for, for Hollywood Studios. 
So maybe they'll reduce your ticket prices. Well, it won't help you because you got annual pass. That's so right. Maybe yeah. they'll give you something back. Here's some something merchandise back. money. Get, a, get a, free a free turkey leg. There we go. Free turkey leg or a Mickey fork. Yeah. I'm good. There we go. All right. So we're moving into uh, – I already did July. Was there anything else crazy other than just July 4th or is it – it's just oppressively hot. It's just yep. picking up. Yeah. Yep. It's just summer. Up. Yes, exactly. Yeah, right, I'd so. say heat-wise, avoid that month as yeah. much as possible. Well, and then we have August. Yeah. Too. So this is the point where you're just this is a broiler. So oh, yes. I mean, what is there anything going on in August that's special? Um, I don't see anything other than. I don't think so. Okay. It's just other than hot. it's. Yeah, yeah. Now towards the end of the month, it lightens up. Yeah. I thought and last so, week. And then. Uh, um, uh, food and wine doesn't start until September, correct? Well, this year they started in uh, late September. Yeah. They started a week earlier than, than normal. And that's probably going to happen again, I would, I would think. Yeah. yeah, that's why I said on one show, I think when I was just talking to Cameron, sooner or later they're just going to intersect the two between yeah. flower and garden and food and wine. Um, anyway, yeah, if the flowers wouldn't burn up so much by July, they could probably do that. Anyway, okay, so not a whole lot going on uh, in August, September. Uh, we of course probably in late September we're going to see uh, food and wine begin. Uh, anything else? That first week in September is ideal. I that mean, is walk on week. Yeah, it's walk on <laughs> week. Yeah. Ones, ones everywhere, pretty much. Well, I mean, there's some twos, but still yeah, ones and twos, and, and more, yeah, more ones and twos. So, and that's I mean, Cameron and I saw slow around that time. I mean, it was pretty slow when we were there. So, and you've got the other advantage is Labor Day is not one of those busy holiday weekends down there. Yep. So again, for whatever reason, um, it's just not. So, if you can swing it, that the first week and a half or so in September is just golden. I'll keep that in mind. So that may be another good time to try to go. Uh, okay, so moving into October. Uh, so what do we got going on for October? Well, food and wine's in full swing. Not so scary. Well, oh. not so scary started in September. In September, right. I forgot to throw that in. So, okay, we're into the hard ticket things at this point. But, I mean, you know, it, one's, it's a variation. One's up to sevens. I mean, a couple sevens here and there. But it's it's more lower, low below five. Mm-hmm. Probably the average is below five for the month. Well, and so, I mean, honestly, the thing to tell people, uh, if you want to do hard ticket, you better get your tickets early. Because it might be a nice thing that they've reduced maybe the amount of tickets they're selling, but it can also be a horrible thing if you don't get your tickets on time. Right. Because you could find your day sold out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so, November and December is what we have here to kind of wrap things up for Disney World. Um, I guess I would say avoid Thanksgiving. That's the tens. You know, that's huge again. It's the Christmas, or not the Christmas, but the uh, school school holidays. Other than that, early November is awesome. And so when's yeah. the Christmas start? Act- stuff actually start? Well, I mean... It, right after Thanksgiving, I think. They Well, they've got decorations up before Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, days. Halloween. After Halloween. Yeah, so... Yeah, remember uh, they were installing the lights, Doug, when uh, we were there? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That was yeah, when September and you guys were there yeah. doing that. So yep. um other than that, pretty much up until when school lets out. So if 
Like for instance, on um, you know, it's odd when Christmas is on. You know, Christmas is on the Friday this year. So being that Christmas is on a Friday, more than likely schools are going to be going to school up until the week before. So the 18th of December, it's light up until the 18th. Then it starts to pick up. So okay. and then forget the end. Forget the end. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. <laughs> it yeah, is just, literally. Yeah. 10, 10, 9, 9, 10, 10, yeah. 10, 10. So, so if, you, if you're going to be there, it would be one of those great times to either do the hard ticket or get into the parks very early. Yeah, yeah and just I don't know. don't plan on writing a bunch of stuff and don't plan on being in the parks a lot. Yeah. Right. Well, you, yeah, by, usually by noon, it's insane. Uh, I just say forget it. Yeah. Go early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you yeah, can true. experience the same Christmas stuff. Earlier, yeah, without the nightmare. Without Christmas. the nightmare, you can still do the hard ticket events. You can still do all the fun. You're probably going to get cheaper rates because we didn't talk about that. Rates? Yeah, rates are you're paying skyrocket when it's yep. this holiday time. When it's so. peak time, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's the highest of all the. It's even higher than I don't even know the second highest of the year. But holiday time, they actually have a holiday season, and that's horrible rates. So okay. Uh, Cameron, are you yes. awake? Are you with us? Yeah. Okay. Just uh, see if you can – I know this is kind of last minute, but just give me off the top of your head some quick things, times when you would say might be a good time to visit Disneyland. I think September is good. That's always a good time, a couple of weeks in September. You always got to watch for the for the run Disney events because they're starting to pop up really in every off season. so that weekend will really be crowded. Um, January is good first week, January because I think there's a run there's the Star Wars Dis- run Disney event that's at the end of January so it'll be crowded then but I think next week it'll be pretty dead I'm gonna try and go I think so it'll be nice. Um, February is okay. March March seems like it would be okay. April everything before spring break because after spring break it's just spring break makes it crowded and directly after spring break it's uh, grad night season and directly after grad night it's summer. So it's just crowded from spring break yeah. till like September. And that's it's very difficult because with all the locals trying to figure out when is a good time to go to Disneyland is becoming worse and worse because, I mean, let's face it, if you guys just get a little bit of, of tourism, your parks are insane because of the amount of locals that show up. So, yep. So it truly is kind of a locals park, and they just let everybody else visit here. And yeah, there. yeah, and you got to watch the conventions. The Anaheim Convention Center is directly across the street from California Adventures, so anything, any big event there is going to affect the crowds because you know a lot of people from out of town go to those events, and they're going to want to go to Disneyland too because it's you know right there. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Jamin. Eh? So it is one of those things, actually. Uh, even though you know we've discussed some months maybe being a little slower or whatever, before you plan a trip, it's probably a good idea to um, I don't know. Let's say you have to go during the summer, try to pick those weeks that it looks like it might be the absolute slowest. Don't plan around July Fourth like some people. Um, yeah, and pick the times when it's at least slowest. And yeah, expect hot weather. So know that that you're gonna have to deal with that on top of possibly rain and crowds and yeah. I don't. But I, you know, can I interject here that if if you but if you do have to go at that time, if that's when your trip needs to be, you just need to make sure you're planning. You know, your fast pass is 60 days out, and you got any ADRs that you want, and you know that it's gonna be crowded, and you're gonna have to take those afternoon breaks and. 
and hit the road prop. So, I mean, for, for those people that have to go in the summertime and maybe you know, they all want to be there on July 4th, uh, you know, it's okay, but you don't, don't plan it a month before and expect to really have a great time. Yeah. Yeah. You're couple, right. Yeah. I have a couple other pointers too. Also. Um, in fact, I think it, fills in maybe Cameron can fill in this with Disneyland, but it would it be true to say weekends generally are busier and higher rates, you know, hotels or whatever, but on a weekday it's not so much. So even flying. Would you yes. say that is accurate? Yes, correct. I'd say um Tuesday through Thursday is the best days to go. Because Monday I think a lot of travelers really first want to go. They want to Disneyland first, like on Monday, because people travel on Sunday, or Disneyland Monday. And usually Tuesday's better. Wednesday's probably the best. Thursday's good. Then Friday, I'll get carded again, because Friday's really where the locals will go. Because that's when kind of they can't get in Saturday, but they can get in Friday. So Fridays are actually kind of just crowded. I think they're more crowded than Saturday sometimes. So uh, let's say, what about now? Are both parks just as crowded, or is it Disneyland always worse? Um, I don't know. It just depends on what's going on. Sometimes you can't really predict which one's going to be more okay. crowded than the other one. All right, I didn't because there'll be there'll be pockets where there's nobody around, you know, just because there's nothing going on right in that area. But then later on, there'll be something going on. There'll be a billion people there. So yeah, it just seems like more times than not, when I talk to you, you're showing me crowds are just horrible there. So <laughs> I mean, he's showing up and the lines. And I never could picture this that well, but uh, uh, the lines for DCA and the lines waiting to get into uh, Disneyland were intersecting. Yeah, oh, that's wow. that was that's another president President's Day weekend one. You got to really stay away even here for President's Day weekends. That's a crazy weekend. It's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. I think that uh, we've done the best we can on this one. Anybody have anything else to offer? I just say contact us if you have any questions. We'll we'll help you out. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, just keep an eye. I keep trying to change and add stuff into this. Uh, what's happening on the mousemoment.com, and you can see the stuff that's going on right now. So let's say you were planning on whatever going to the Polynesian, it'll give you some information as to how far things are updated there. Uh, I've got right now, like they just were opened the Trattoria Al Forno restaurant on the boardwalk. So that might be someplace you might want to go visit that you maybe haven't been to before. I uh, just threw in stuff too, I believe there for uh, special things you can do like keys to the kingdom, uh, dive quests, some of those things. So anyway, yeah, those are things too that you might uh, consider doing. Do th those always happen in the mornings, Roy? No, no, they're in the afternoons. Okay, so it might be a good thing to do if you just want to get out of the craziness of the parks for the afternoon, but you don't really want to leave to schedule yeah, I, a tour. Yeah, I just looked into that. As a matter of fact, for me and Alex, I don't think we'll do it, but I think there was a 4.30 and maybe even a 5.30. To do which one? Uh, dive Quest. Okay, all right. Well, so I was just thinking, yeah, that might be a good thing if you just want that break mm -hmm. you know, from the parks, but not really a break from the parks in the middle of the Right, day. right. So. Okay, well... That's it for now, guys. Thanks for uh, coming in and hanging out again. Thank you. All right, Thanks. everybody. See you, everybody. And we will talk to you again next week. All right, bye. Bye. Bye.